Welcome to the League Lowdown Podcast. This is Diane Tenwakio. This is Greg Ellis. And this is Billy. And this is my last in-studio podcast because I am headed up to Oregon and I'm glad that we had the opportunity to do this, get the band together before I left. Who's crying? I'm not (laughs) crying. You're crying. (laughs) Typically, this is something that you would just be done with. We would be done with you and we'd find somebody else. But Diane, we love you too much. We can't really replace you. So we're going to... We're going to bring the studio to you up north and connect it to us down here in L.A. And we're going to the the audience will will never know that she was up in Oregon. Well, I'm glad because with L.A. starting up this week, San Diego in swing of things and Birmingham getting started, there's a lot of exciting football to talk about. And I think think the underlying theme is that people understand that this is their last chance uh, to yes. get into the Yuletide tournament. And so teams are making moves. A lot of exciting offseason moves happened, especially in L.A. Um, some stuff happened in San Diego. But even in, in, you know, what happened on field, you know, I think that we can all see sort of that uh, motivation slash desperation really sort of motivating teams right now. I think the attitude of play on the field is reflecting that, too. You see? It was a uh, real aggressive, a couple dust ups and, you know, teams really getting after and understanding that this is their last chance to earn coins. You're saying that's the getting them, that's making them aggressive. Oh, yeah. I think I think because guys know, I mean, every game means something now. I mean, it's it's not just to win, you know, your conference this season. I mean, you're you, people thinking beyond that. They're thinking, okay, I want to not only I want to go far in the conference playoffs, I want to make sure I have enough coins to where I'm in that that yuletide tournament in december to represent my region so i mean that's i think that's turned up the intensity a little bit and i mean you got teams coming out of the woodwork i mean in la one of the best teams in southern california that had yet to make their appearance in tough was ronin and this is their inaugural season in tough league and i don't believe it's coincidence that they decide to come to tough league when there's a chance to play nationally Mm. Well, that's the idea, is to find the best. And Ronan, from what we're, we've been talking about, is one of the best teams, right? It's it's Dash Crutchley's team. We know Dash. He's been in the league before, but Correct. we don't know his team. This is the first time his team has joined the league. He was normally, like, put on another team. Right, right. You know, f- he just fit in, didn't bring his own team, but now he's bringing his team. Right. This is this is his team, you know, his quarterback, his guys. Um, and, and, you know, they, they, they drive a good distance to come here. I mean, they're not around the corner they're in Temecula. at all. Yeah, and for those who don't know, you know, Temecula is a good – I mean, that's a good hour and a half, yeah. hour and 45-minute drive. That's commitment. To get to the field to play. I mean, that's <laughs> – it's no them. joke. Good for them. Well, looking at the slate of games from last weekend, it's characteristic of, of the South Conference in Downey. Um, I think they play in Pico Rivera now, but – there are so many there's so much parity there where you know a few teams came out of there including ronin um you know undefeated but i really got the sense from those games that really the south conference is anyone's game right now they were close games ronin got two really good wins against noah's ark and rbk i believe the rbk game went in overtime Jeez, three of them in fact or something like that three over yeah i think they went in the three third overtime yes to and where it went down to the sudden death? Correct. Are you it's, kidding me? It's it was like a forty to thirty eight game. I mean, it was it was it was a 
crazy well, game. Well, it was forty to thirty-eight. Because I think they had to go two-point conversions, right? When you get no. time, isn't it? No, no. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> it's the third overtime is sudden death. It's where you are at the fifty-yard line, and you throw one one pass, and you see who throws the furthest distance, and that's how you win to get the game going. Now oh. in the playoffs, it can go forever. Wow. But in regular season, that's the third overtime. Uh oh. Huh. Greg, <laughs> write it down. Talk to these. <laughs> I know you're talking to all these referees. Yeah, yeah. But I, it, listen, bottom line, amazing game. Great teams. I mean, RBK came out. They did this last. They did this last season, right? They they got a loss in week one, mm-hmm. and then they went on an eleven game win streak, right? I think it's a little bit different this team or this season. I mean, and there and there are four teams who are going to battle for the top of you know the South Conference. That were on buys, right? Your Mean Machine, La Migra, Endgame, and Black Panthers were all on bye week, mm-hmm. um, and so you had a bunch of battles for you know in week one with some of the other teams. But there's a solid 10, 10 I believe. There's ten or twelve solid teams in Titan Division and South LA. That's mm-hmm. just South LA. Yeah. Which is where most of the talent is. Well, right? that's the guys who want to play against the best. That's that's where you yeah, go. Honestly, that's where you go, right? I mean, no disrespect to the North Conference, but the North Conference is really in L.A. The North Conference is about two to three teams. Well, solid. the two teams that went to the finals last season were the Sharks, Sharks and the Savages. Savages, Savages aren't even Savages in Savages aren't even participating this what season. What are they doing? What is uh, what is he? Know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's it's his team. They don't travel well at all. You know no, that. No, they don't. And we they the the league wasn't able to find a field in the valley due to some complications from last <laughs> season. So we they were stuck with uh, the mid city platform, and that's far for some of these players that are up in the valley that are used to just playing in their backyard. This is a this is a travel for them. One team that made the move from Spartan to Titan was the Tar Heels um, in the South Conference. And, you know, they took two losses, but I didn't think they looked bad. No, they were battles whatsoever. The Tar Heels are done. Oh. Breaking news. Oh, wow. They got in a fight. Oh. They got in a big fight, and that team's done. Wow. Removed. Without without thinking. They're, of course not. We We have it on footage. They, f- they had a fight with RBK. Oh. Well, that game was really yeah. chippy, I think. Well, wow. yeah. it got heated enough to where they threw punches. Wow. So we have we looked at the footage. We removed Tar Heels. Um, some of the players are able to play because they weren't even involved. Mm. But we have footage, and this is just – I'm going to tell you guys again. If you throw a punch in the league, you're, you're essentially done forever. Yeah. We do not want you in the league. This is our way of, of removing some of the toxic players – that play in tough league that we don't want to have in our league. Right. And we, we've we seen it time and time again. When you throw a punch, you're done. Now, I get it. When you when you get punched, you want to retaliate, right? You want to show that you're a man and you can't get punched and I, I'm, I'm going to defend myself. I get it. I do. Actually, I get that a lot. But please understand that we got your back. If you, don't, if you get punched and you don't retaliate, we're going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Big time. I'm going to give you free seasons. I'm going to give you free jerseys. <laughs> I am. I'm going to take care of you. I always have. I asked the player from the tropics in St. Louis. Some kid got sucker punched, got knocked out. Wow. The next thing you know, he's playing for free for the next two years. 
and I'm going to take care of this kid. I'm going to make sure that anything he wants, he gets. That's how I'm going to take care of you. That's how the league is going to take care of you. That's actually smart because it's an incentive for people not to retaliate. Yes. And fight back. Even Don't though retaliate. Even though it's that's hard. Tough. Yeah. It's no. so hard. <laughs> hey, it's one of the hardest things to do oh because your goodness. ego, the ego is so big. We all have egos and it gets even bigger when you're on a field trying to defend it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm telling you to let it go. That's impossible. It's, it is. But just know that when you do in one of the RBK players, I don't know who it was. I just saw the footage. The, the fight, the scuffle was over. And then he comes up and just kicks somebody. Wow. And now that removed him from the league for probably for probably a couple of years just for throwing a kick. Not just. You then he got on the ground. Yeah. Oh, oh no. And then he got on the ground. Yeah. And started. Started wailing on him. Oh, yeah. So he's done. If oh. he would not have done that, he would still be playing. And he didn't need to do that. Don't throw punches. I'll take care of you in tough league. If you don't throw a punch, I'll take care of you. I'll remove the player that did punch you, and I'll take care of you in tough league. End of story. There it is. I mean, you know, and people need to understand that it's not only that you or your team, you know, you're you're out. You also jeopardize the ability of everyone else in your location to play. We can lose permits. And we have. It becomes a, a situation of trying to find fields. Because you know you don't want to be that league that's fighting all the time. No yeah. one, no one to give you a permit to beat to play anywhere. And then guess what? Then guys complain. Oh, this field sucks. Well, when we had the good field, right. you guys couldn't stop boxing. Yeah. I mean, I got a job. I got a family. <laughs> I don't need to be out there. You know, flag football is supposed to be my happy it place. It should never get to that point. Right. And it did. And the Tar Heels are removed from the league. So well. correction. There are nine solid teams <laughs> in Titan Division. It's, in uh, it's South unfortunate, but yeah. at the end of the day, I, we're, we have to get rid of them. Yeah. Nah, totally understood. agree. Understood. Understood. Yeah. All right, so let's get to the people who were able to maintain their composure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the teams of Downey, I mean, we know we know a lot of the strong teams, I mean, because they've been historically strong playing. I mean, program comes out 2-0 and like they did, you know, last season, mm-hmm. right? You know, wins over um, the Tar Heels and – um, a new team, Thunder Buddies, um, which I'm pretty sure consists of a lot of players who previously were on the Raptors. I don't believe the Raptors were able to field the team, and so meaning Mark Hernandez is gone, right? Mark Hernandez. Um, that hurts I, my I did not see Herman and Cecil out there. I mean, these are players. But see, see, to like, me, that is the Raptors. Right. So when you say the Raptors, those are the first two people I think of. But but Daniel Lopez and Nick Bueno, those guys are. Those guys are Raptors, too. And Clarence. Yeah, those guys are – that's part of the Raptors' core, too. So it's not like – Well, what I mean is it's still a good team. A really good team. It's a good team. They they were shorthanded, but I've always said no excuse. I saw that Marcus Stevens, who we associate with the Raptors. That's another player that, to me, is a Raptor. Well, he is with uh, Endgame now. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, yeah, Endgame Endgame had – like I said, they lost lost a solid – pair of players in um, James Calhoun and Sean Taylor. So they had to revamp. Marcus Stevens is a, He's a solid receiver. You know what he is? He's the Torrey Holt of Tough League. <laughs> and the reason I say it is because I love Torrey Holt. Torrey Holt is the guy who's like, hey, I'm going to show you mm-hmm. by acting it out rather than by using my voice. So six degrees of separation. <laughs> Torrey Holt played for the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams is being St. Louis. Billy's from St. Louis. Okay, okay, I get it. Or we could say okay, he's I the Isaac it. Bruce of, <laughs> of, you know, of the Tough League. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I know. I, I love Mark. You, and you're, you're absolutely right. He's a good dude. And, and every time I walk up to him, 
I try to be like, hey, what's up? You know, and, he, and he's so quiet and like yeah. humble to where he's like, hi. He kind of walks off like, I don't really know you, so <laughs> goodbye, but hi kind of thing. Well, we talked about a lot of off-season gossip um, in our last show. Some of it came to fruition. Some of it didn't. But one of the big things I think that happened was Noah's arc came up with some big new additions. I mean, Bye. somebody that we consider the top receiver in L.A., Christian Papico, mm-hmm. he's on Noah's arc along oh, wow. with Pico. Like, that's huge. That's huge. And they got beat, though, this week, huh? Who? Noah's arc by Ronan. They said. did. They did. Noah's arc got beat by Ronan. It was, it was a good game, though. Christian put up a show last season. Yeah, no. Yeah, he is. I mean, Noah's arc's going to be there towards the end. I mean, it's just, I mean, if, if I had to, if I had to pick a top six teams, I think, you know, well, I don't know, is it going to be top six or top eight this top year? Top six. So it is going to be top six. It is. You heard it here six. first, and it's not changing. It's <laughs> not changing. It will be top six. Yeah, okay. the reason why it changed last season was because the managers spoke otherwise. Right. And then when they got the word from up above, they were like, oh, well, I already told them this, so mm-hmm. we had to honor that. So yeah. we had to talk. I think Nozark could be one of those top six teams. Yeah. Well, even a squad like the Boondocks, it, it just looks like a random collection of a lot of players that are good. The Boondocks, they have Luke and Matthew. Yeah, the Inahosa brothers, Luke and Matthew Inahosa. Andrew Datcher, who was one of the top players in the North Conference. Right. So that, you know, DJ Paul, who played um, with Showtime, you know, that is a collection of players that do well on good teams. So let's see once they put their own team together, you know, sort of how that shakes out. One team that we talked about that should have made the move over to the north and and did um, was Showtime. And what, you know, they made of that is they came out with two wins last week. Yeah, that's a good move for them. The the matchups down there are better. Not that their matchups are easier, but it really, their game kind of meshes with the kind of games that happen over in uh, the North Conference of Los Angeles. So I'm glad they made that move, and I think it's going to benefit them. You know, the Sharks the Sharks and Showtime came out unscathed. And they really, I don't see other teams really challenging them for the top two spots. No. Um, B.O.B. made the move over from south to north as well. That's I think that's also a good move for them. Yeah, they look pretty good. It, it looks like we're going to get same top teams from the two conferences, you know, minus minus savages in the north. Yeah. Um, it looks like, you know, the, the same teams sh- are going to yeah, be battling sharks. out again. But I but I said for last playoffs that, you know, if you ran it again, you may very well get different outcomes. So just because it's the same teams, I agree. we're going to get the same. So outcomes. it's almost so. The Sharks are going to make the playoffs, are going to make it to the, which is good for them. That means they're going to get more coins to where they're going to be in the Yuletide tournament just for showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do they basically just need to make playoffs? They just need to be the top. Whoever has the, the top four teams with the most coins will advance to the Yuletide tournament. Mm-hmm. They just need to be one of the top four teams, mm-hmm. depending on the players. Now, again, like if a player, this season matters a lot because if a player doesn't play on that team and goes to another team, then those coins go with that player. So it's not team-based coins, it's player-based coins. So at the end of the season, we talk to RBK and we say, okay, submit your 12-man roster. Well, they submit their roster and then we see how many coins they got. So if RBK picks up another, if they lose six guys from last season and they pick up another six guys, well, those six guys last season, they don't get the coins. These new guys do get the coins. They may end up with a deficit actually doing that. It depends on – got to play it smart. Paul Jones, the center from RBK, actually called me on the phone, and we talked about it, and he had he figured it out. 
So, I mean, there's some strategy in this. No, there is. There I is. saw that uh, Lester Thomas is on the roster for RBK. Yeah, buddy. Oh, wow. Really? And so he did pick up Dream Team players, like you said. He earlier. did. Lester Thomas is a big one. And then there's another big one, Eric Russell. Yeah. He picked up Eric Russell. And Eric Russell was a big-time DB for Dream Team, um, basically wherever they go. Um, I hate playing against Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two top tier. And, and not yeah. even, you know, we talk about everyone being good, but these are – no, Top these are tier, S tier they're, they're players. Elite. Yeah, they're elite. Is the quarterback from RBK, Jason Bauman, a top tier quarterback to you? Yes. Yeah, he, he always has. Been. How did they lose this week? Um, with Lester, was Lester Thomas there? Eric Russell. How I mean, do you lose with those two? I mean, they run. They they can run that game back ten times, and, and you're gonna end up with you know five wins and five wins. It's just the way it goes. Yeah, it looks like Lester was there, but no Eric Russell. Right. All of the teams at the top of Downey, it, it's going to be a dogfight every time they play. I mean, you're not going to you're not going to see twenty and thirty point differences. It's just not going to happen. All of the games are going to be dogfights. Um, I am to understand that there will be interconference at the end of the season in Spartan Division, where the the Spartan winners in San Diego are oh, going to yeah. play the Spartan winners in Los Angeles. That being said, Los Angeles Spartan. The shockwave in South Conference went two and zero, and they looked really good. And the shockwave had there used to be a Titan team called the Arc, where mm-hmm. Rene Andrade mm-hmm. was the quarterback. Yeah. So Rene Andrade and one of his uh, buddies, John Arod and Rene, are on this shockwave team. Is Rene the quarterback? Rene is not the quarterback. What is he then? Rene plays like. Coach slot. No, he's what is he not. doing out there. He's no, hurt. no, no. I mean, Renee he's is an athlete. Player, yeah. Last yeah. thing I remember hearing about Renee was that he was done. Shoulder. He's like, he's His like, shoulders. Done. Oh, so he's yeah. he has speed. No, Renee has. Renee is a good flag football player. So saying he has speed, I, I don't know if that really is so what, no. what we're putting in the. He doesn't equation. have any speed. Well, he's not. You know, he's Slow. not going to win any hundred yard dashes. I mean, uh, you know, he's going to catch. He's going to catch your to, five yard passes. But it's going to be tough for you to beat him. Yeah. And he's gonna make all the flag pulls, and he's gonna make big plays and and, and interceptions just off straight. Who is the quarterback for Shockwave? Um, the quarter, I think it's um, I want to say his name is Garrett Garrett Broussard. Garrett Broussard didn't he just win an award last season? Did he? Garrett Broussard he won the quarterback of the season last season for DX. Oh well, he's now on Shockwave. Interesting. He's now on Shockwave, and that makes sense because. They are, they have the same colored jerseys. Right. Okay. Well, then <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Total sense. There you go. Well, hey, look, they were they look by far and away the best. The so best. Garrett Broussard is a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't even know who that is until I just saw this photo. Yeah. No, up. no, he no, he was good. I I I was there for the playoffs and he was balling the entire time. So, I mean, he's he's, he's a good quarterback and he's got shockwave looking like by far and away the best. The best uh, Spartan he team. He threw in. over 3,000 yards and more than 50 touchdowns last season. Yeah. Wow. What? I don't know. Give this guy some exposure. <laughs> I mean, well, he yeah. wants some exposure. There's a division where he can get it. It's You're not right. Be Spartan. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but well, still, that's pretty good. It, it's it impressive. Spartan. It's impressive anyway. Yeah, it is. And so the Spartan team that I'm looking at um, comes from the north, and they are the Bulls. Um, and this is full of guys who, you know, have been playing in tough um, here and there, including Adam, Adam Amazaga. 
You okay. know, he um, and a few other players were on Rampage last season, and they put together their own crew. These are all guys who, you know, both play in tough, but also are very active in the co-ed world, which I'm very familiar with. And so they got two wins Big in wins. their, you know, in their first games. You know, I think their main quarterback, they have three on the roster. Their main quarterback uh, wasn't even there Who? this week. Uh, his name is Jordan Arias. Where did he play? So he mainly plays co-ed. Um, oh. But he holds every touchdown record in, in co-ed. In co-ed no, it doesn't make any difference here. What does he has he ever played in tough league? He's played. Um, you know, he subbed for Vice before. He's played in tough um, on the Spartan level, but right. you know, surrounded by the cast that he has, you know, including Adam Amazaga, Parsa Moshiri. You know, he and Parsa have played together since they were like eight. So. Oh really? They're um, LA natives. Eddie Williams, who played on Dark Knights. Oh yeah. Oh, he's not, he's on he's not on Dark Knights this, this season. He's on this team now. Dark Knights yeah. isn't playing. That's right. I so they all they Yeah, someone like Mike Ivories who has played in Titan. Um, oh yeah, Mikey. They've they've got a squad that's and a, that's a team. You know all those players. Yeah, I know every single yeah. player on the Michael squad. Michael Ivories, he's a good guy. He's a good player. Um and so I really think that they're really they're going to be competing They're for... that team that will get to where they need to go but they'll lose and when it matters. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it's <laughs> not not nothing against them, but I just Prove, prove I mean, me wrong. Greg, you say show me. I say prove me wrong. I'll say something, <laughs> and if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to admit I'm wrong. I still think they're going to have to get through Rhinos. The Rhinos are – Is Mario Maldonado out? Mario Maldonado just had surgery on his knee. He yeah, is so definitely out. But the Rhinos are still a team to contend with. I mean, they they had a poor showing in the playoffs, but they're, 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 they're still the top team that's returning in Spartan – in the North Conference. So you know, the I, Bulls are still going to have to go through them. It's funny when we talk, when I talk about co-ed, you know, I am the mayor of flag football, co-ed flag football in LA, elected and everything. Wait, who? <laughs> you? The mayor of co-ed flag football? Anyway, but. <laughs> anyway. She, anyway. <laughs> but, you can't slide by that. You know, there are really good players on the Rhinos who I really respect, but I've never lost to them in co-ed before. Never. Mm. Matt and Anthony Cresswell, they have started playing more co-ed, and they're sort of learning what it takes to do well there. Never lost a game to them. <laughs> they picked up a QB, Mitch Zagara, who I've never lost to as well. And so, you know, it, it's interesting because you, you watch people play in tough, which is certainly is, you know, a format on its own, but you also get exposure to those folks in other leagues and tournaments. And the more information or the more, you know, opportunities you get to watch someone – you know, you're being evaluated on that as well. It's, you, you can't avoid using that information to evaluate teams and players. Right. Well, it is week one. It's week one. Week two is on its way. I mean, it, it's going to get – we're going to be able to figure out a lot more about these players. And, like, and, 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 and by week three, we'll have a good idea of, <clears throat> to me, what the playoff scenario will look like. After week three, after week three I could pretty much tell you who's going to win the whole thing. Goodness, this guy. Did that work out for you uh, last time? Last no, season? it didn't. I thought the Raptors were going to win. Did they even make the playoffs? They did. <laughs> did they? They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, no. I was way off. I did say Lamigra. Uh, you called that. Was he going to do something? Call that. But they didn't win. But they were right there, they, yeah. and they were in it the whole time. And I they, probably and they won't, played yeah. very well. I probably won't get it right, but yeah. I can say I will. <laughs> now, by week week, week three, I mean we'll definitely have an idea. Of what the, the teams well, are going to be left. We haven't even seen 
half of the good teams in you know Downey or South Conference play yet. Yeah. So we'll give we'll give them week three. We'll have yeah. we'll, we'll understand who they are. Yeah. Cool. But week two, we had that happen in San Diego. Well, we've had two weeks in San Diego since we've last talked. Yeah, that place is fun. San Diego is very fun. Isn't it fun? San Diego is probably right now, it's one of my favorite places to watch. San Diego is still Dolly Parton. It's top heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, youngsters, if you don't know who that is. You got Google, look her up. Anyway, San Diego is very top heavy. But unlike last season where I think it was two teams that we knew, I think this season there's three. Um, The Cobras have stepped their game up. And they had two big wins in the first two seasons or first two weeks, excuse me. Um, they've got wins over party boys, which is, you know, that, that middle to top tier team. And then over the Vipers yeah, who were the, the number two team and, and ranked nationally. Did you see the party boys jerseys? Yes. They're pink. The, yeah. I love them. Pink is a power co- color in the corporate world. It, it must be. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, because, you know, La Migra had a lot of pink. No, in but there. this is like, Barbie doll pink. This is yeah. It's this is like my I'm daughter's. I'm into it. I love it. I... <laughs> but if you know these guys, it's right along it's with funny. what they are. Right. No, that's cool. I love it. I think it's. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to make make fun of them, but I think it's funny that that they go out there wearing that pink jersey. And they have their their logo is is literally like one of their players, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I I think their logo is the face of one oh, of their man. players, all like uh, souped up. It's crazy. Are they any good? Party boys are good. They're a very good flag football team. Well, and you know, I think some of those guys were, you know, X-rated. Correct. Last season. Oh, I see. Yeah. X-rated is not playing this season? No. Oh. No. Okay. Um, so, Party Boys were good. So, Cobras got wins over Party Boys and Vipers. Perdicos didn't play in week two, but they played in week one. And they put up over 100 points in the two games. They <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, I think Perdicos are going to be at the top again. Uh, I I think I had them somewhere in my top ten. I don't remember where. Who did they? <laughs> who did they add this season? Um, I remember Joe telling me that they were adding some new players. It was mentioned. There was breaking news. They put a graphic out. I just don't remember. I was told that Sean Taylor and that's right, Sean Taylor and James Calhoun were going to Pericos, yeah. but they didn't show up. They haven't played. Well, yet. Sean Taylor's Sean on the Taylor's roster. definitely on the roster. I don't know if James is going to play. James Calhoun, he's a he's a maniac. Out yeah, he's, he's there. Well, I mean, if you if you have Darius Walters and James Calhoun on the same team, a long wait. No, James Calhoun to me is like the LeBron James of tough league. I agree. Like yeah. if you put like I always said, well, LeBron James, he can go to any team and he can say, okay, I want Billy Gale, I want Diane Tenwakio and Greg Ellis on my team. We would still somehow make it to the NBA championship game. Because of how talented he is on the court and as a leader. I feel like that's how James Calhoun is. Like, you put him on a team, it's like, okay, that team's going to the finals. Or they're going to the playoffs, for sure. James is a good player. I don't know if I'm ready to, like, anoint the dude <laughs> like that. But he's he's definitely – he's okay. definitely okay, if I had to draft receivers. Right, who would right? you put who would And you I, pick and I take, take heart out of it, take take blood out of it, like, you know, yep. all of my, my boys and everything out of it. I think I would take James first. So then, I will say that. Okay, so then if he's your first pick, then who is your top receiver in Tough League then? If you're I'm saying saying top receiver in Tough League and then but he's you know, not the LeBron King James. And LeBron James and all of this. Other, I mean, come on. Then man. tell me right now, real quickly, who who's the king of Tough League? I don't think Tough League has one. 
every what are you talking about? Of course we do. Nah, it's every every single person you can name will be arguably. What do, what do you think I mean by the king? You're talking about the guy. The guy who's the guy like, who's that guy's like, going to take you somewhere. Everybody knows. Everybody, everybody, who is, everybody Diane, knows. who is it? I mean, I thought it was a good comparison. I was going to say that Darius Walters is, is kind of like the Kobe to me. You know, I see someone like Angie who... Corey Thorell? Think... Is that the... What? I don't know. You lost your mind. <laughs> Here. That is the most absurd thing that's ever come out of your mouth. I'm trying, I'm just, trying ran, to think of just randomly pulling people off rosters. <laughs> just like this guy. Of, well, I'm trying to think of somebody who's constantly in the in the championship game. I mean, Darius, that's Corey Thorell. No, no, Darius is always on a, a, one of the championship teams. James is always on one of the championship teams. Lester, to me it's James. Lester Thomas is always on one of the championship teams. Oh, this would be fun. You know, I, I would say, I think, I, I think, I mean, we talk about James. I think Lester has more championships than James does. Because Lester won a championship with Ty the before he got to Junior re- But that's because James Calhoun wasn't playing then. Doesn't matter. Oh, he was. He was on the Pioneers. He was on the Pioneers. You're right. He was on the Pioneers in L.A. Correct. And he didn't make it to, he didn't win that season. No, actually, when he was on the Pioneers, he was on the Pioneers when Billy Hudson was on the Pioneers. Right. But Billy Hudson was on Tide when, and Tide won the championship. And like I said, Lester was on the team with Billy then. Was James Calhoun on the no. team? No, oh. James Calhoun was not playing in the league that season. Um, but I, I think if, if you're gonna, if we're talking about like who's always in the mix, really Lester, whatever team Lester's on, seems to always be in the mix. Whether it's Dream Team, um, whether it's whether it's Raptors. Raptors, he played on the Raptors one season, and they went to you know a what? Championship. That, that's I think that's because of his his casting crew. I don't. Um, let, like I said, James Calhoun is a player who you yeah. would say, okay, let's do, let's grab a couple ragtags and we're going to make it yeah. because James Calhoun's in I, there. I think that Lester never ends up on a bad team. And well, that's by choice. Yeah, I exactly. think he's never going to be like, hey, well, Norwalls. The Raptors, weren't the, be- <laughs> the Raptors weren't the best team in L.A. at all when he was on that team and they went to the championship. I mean, they just because Lester is is all, you know, piss and fire, he, he doesn't get maybe the credit he deserves, but Lester is one of the top players not even i mean two-way and where is um, he at this season he's playing with rbk okay we'll see and he played last season he played this he did week not. he did not he did play this week he but played he, this didn't week. Play, he didn't play last season but he played this week yeah. but they lost this week with lesser thomas okay. it happens james I, Cal- I don't remember james calhoun and him in the, the playoffs so oh you're right he lost he was on program he yeah he was he played. was it no he wasn't on program he was on end game oh yeah, they yeah. went to the playoffs did they i don't, know. I don't remember that Wait, last yeah season? they lost <laughs> they didn't win, obviously. But. So I thought that's what we were talking about. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, we are. But I'm just so. saying, in my opinion, until I'm proven wrong, he's the king of tough league. Yeah, well, I'm not annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we mentioned this at the top of the podcast is, you know, teams are gearing up and they're making moves in order to prepare for the Yuletide tournament. And in San Diego, I think that's just as true there as anywhere else. You know, we mentioned the additions that Perico's made. The Vipers, uh, they added MJ Bailey, who was the best player on his team last season and now got picked up by the Vipers. What team did he play on last season? It was the Doughboys. And their, you know, Vipers pick up their best player. They wow. pick up Charles Warren, who is a fantastic center and rusher. Charles played on Perico's last season um, briefly. So those are two big pickups for a team that was already you know, one of the top teams in San Diego and pretty much a shoe in for the Yuletide tournament, but they're, you know, locked and loaded 
also a big addition for the Cobras, which already had DJ Scott. They added Justin Stewart, who is well known and tough. Funny story about about him is, you know, there was a week where for the Sirens, um, based on the personnel that were going to show up, I was definitely going to need to rush, potentially play some center. And I was like, I don't know how to do either of those things. And he was the person that I actually reached out to try to get some pointers from because I really respect how much he knows how to play football. The fact that he does well in so many different roles. And so that's a big pickup for the Cobras. Huge. I mean, he's, I mean, like I said, you're getting a, a guy who rushers are not going to be able to get around. And then he's dangerous in the passing game. Um, he's also huge. Right, <laughs> he's like six three, Literally. like six two, six three. Yeah, he's no little guy, and, and and then he's smart. He's one of these smart centers. They know when to release, right? I mean, a lot of times, quarterback doesn't even have to tell them, they, and they know where to be. Quarterback gets in trouble, he knows, you know, just happens to know where to go, so the quarterback, you know, can hit him, and and then he does, you know, his his uh, he does the hip show real well. And he's he's really really a great center. So that's a huge pickup for the Cobras, and I'm not surprised at all that they're four zero. Joe Green wasn't able to show up this weekend because he had prior commitments to uh, the NFL, right? <laughs> you know, as as a as a referee assistant, and Win took over, right? And uh, I reached out to Win and I was like, "How did it go?" And he's like, "Joe runs a tight ship, and everybody respects him, and everybody like everything was very easy to do and, and manageable because of how well Joe manages." And here we are again talking about how good Joe is. He's it just blows my mind. And he's at 16, 16 teams this season, doubled right. what he had last season, and he's still putting out content that he is. Dude, hats off to him. No, nah, he does a great job. Speaking of 16 teams, San Diego didn't have a Spartan division last season, and they have a Spartan they division do. this season. And that's the reason why we've decided to create the Yuletide Tournament mm. Spartan Division Classic to where the Spartan Division of L.A. and the Spartan Division champion of San Diego will play each other. So talking about Shockwave, Rhinos, Bulls, and in, in L.A., Kingfish. You know, last season we were talking about the Kingfish because they were playing in Titan Division, and they were somewhere along the bottom of the standings. But we were like, but, you know, they're in these games. And, it's like, and you kept saying when they start a Spartan Division, they're going to be a great Spartan team. And, yes, they are. They've started out 4-0. There's one other team that I think is going to compete with them. That's the Bounty Hunters. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is because I know some of these guys from the Bounty Hunters. Javi Pace and uh, Correz English. These guys. Correz is, first of all, is like 6-5. That's already a cheat code. Javi c- could easily be, you know, a top Titan a receiver. But they, they're playing with their friends. Um, and then they all they have uh, Nicholas uh, Turnowitz. Turtle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. And Turtle didn't even play in week one, and they went two and zero. Well, and I remember Turtle won a Titan championship in San Diego with the, with goblins. the goblins. With the goblins, with yeah. him throwing. Oh. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So he ended no, up. He throwing, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Corey no, Moran no, 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 no. for sure. So Corey Moran was out that week of playoffs. I actually came down to San Diego. But they didn't win the cha- those playoffs. Turtle wasn't throwing in the championship. No, no, no. I was there too. He played, yeah. No, they played against Kenny Emp's team. I was there too. No. No. He, he wasn't I throwing in the championship. Remember this. Not you, when they you won the championship. You want to put your paycheck on the line? Yeah. I, put would. Your, <laughs> I absolutely would. When I they was were, there. 
when they won the when they when the Goblins won the championship, Turtle wasn't the court. He did play have to play quarterback. You are correct. He did play quarterback, but he wasn't in the championship game. It was for sure Corey Morant. No. In the championship game. No. I don't know about. I promise you guys. Do you know how huge? There's no way they beat Brandon Goffner with Turtle no, 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 at quarterback. No, 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 no. It was Turtle playing against Kenny M's team. Oh, so not the not the Titan Cup championship. It not the Tough Cup championship not tough against cup. LA. Oh, oh, no. Dream no, no. Team no, 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 versus no. Goblins. I mean, San Diego. So the San Diego. Oh, team. I was about to say. Yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no, no. no way. You said. Yeah, you said. Okay. Oh, you did okay. say okay. Titan Cup okay. championship. She did say it. We yeah. were thinking. We were thinking Tough Cup yeah, 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 championship. Yeah, yeah. She was. She was the only one saying it correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why we can't lose her. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're like, would you bet your paycheck? Yeah, no, absolutely. No, no, no. You no. We're good. You're right. Fair enough. Um, I also noticed uh, another undefeated team in Spartan in San Diego is TBW. Um, one name that sticks out to me is Greg Cooper. Yeah. Uh, he was on the Vipers last season. Yep. Um, and a player that I called out as a top player on that team. So, you know, another example of somebody who we know can hang in Titan. Cooper Bros. He's playing with his brother. Brothers on that team, too. So another example of players that we know are good deciding to play with their own crews and doing it in Spartan, which is nothing wrong with that. This is going to be a highly competitive season. I think teams know what's on the line. I, th- you know, there's a lot of pride that goes in. You know, starting down at Spartan. I don't want to say starting down. Starting with Spartan, that pride between LA and San Diego is big. Yes. So these guys are really going to be up for that. Yeah. Um, and then nationally, teams are going to want to represent their conference. I mean, I, L.A. is battling, like I said. Is bring, well, look behind you. That's the trophy they win. Yeah. I don't think these guys even care about the trophy. Yeah, you know what they're going to care about? They're no, going to no, care that's about. that's the Spartan. That's the title. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, no, no. I, what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is these guys are already thinking January. They're already sure. thinking that. Like, L.A. wants to play St. Louis. Yeah, San Diego wants to play New York. And they're all gonna get it. Dallas out of wants to play every. I mean, you know, it's, it's just everybody well, is. It's and it's yeah. such a mix of styles, yep. attitudes, well, um, and teams. It's, it's 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 amazing. I was going the opposite direction. Even though in January we're going to be looking at you know Dallas, St. Louis, New York. I really feel like at the end of the day, L.A. and San Diego think you know they both think that it comes down to them. Right. And it's always been about I LA do too. and San Diego. I think the same thing, which is why I'm kind of hoping that someone shocks the world and takes them out. I just like the underdogs. I'm an underdog kind of guy. And if I see a team like, let's say, the Mud Bros from Dallas come out and compete, and then they end up taking down L.A. or San Diego, that to me is the highlight of my the whole tournament. Just an underdog doing what they should be doing. It's a segue to another conference in I don't know. I, oh, I would Birmingham, love to see right? someone from Birmingham oh, come my out goodness. and surprise everybody. Because you know, no one talks about Birmingham. It's like they're they're really small. They're flying under the radar a little bit. Uh, well, I spoke with Chance Guess, uh, and he was telling me, hey, there's some serious contenders here. And um, the media might not be as heavy down there, but I'm excited to see them come out here too. Chance Guess is the uh, conference manager down there. Chance Guess right? is the conference manager down there. He played uh-huh. in L.A., moved to Birmingham back to where he's it's his hometown I used to play against him yeah it's his hometown and he's like hey dude I want to start up a tough league in L in in Birmingham I love chance it took a couple years but we we ended up I I drove down there ultimately I was like okay this is a good fit for tough league we went to Birmingham there's no other league so it's like hey guys here's football four teams showed up five teams showed up six teams and 
they never really had any more net. And then finally we say, hey, we're going to bring one of you to L.A. And it's like, oh, six teams, seven teams, eight teams. And now it's like these teams are competitive and ready to come out here. And that's all they – like yeah. the teams that won it last season, Trojans, that's all they're thinking about. That's that's the way it should be. Yeah. Ah, man, I – if I'm if I'm these guys, I would really be fighting as hard as I can to get into this national tournament. So in Birmingham, we have four teams that are undefeated, and we have four, four that teams have no that have no wins at all. Wow. Yeah, we have Elite Trojans, Gata, which I don't even know what that stands for. Probably Gata. Gata. Yeah, I don't know what it stands for. We should find that out. And Chosen Ones, which is Chance Guess's team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the Crocs, Blaze. Stars and Mambas, and we know from what Chance told us that the stars are loaded with a bunch of really good players. They just don't know the six format yet. That's that, and that's a tough which is, situation. To which be is in. exactly what we were talking about. How you don't want to bring these new leagues to this mecca sport of flag football in Los Angeles for the Tough Cup playoffs when they don't even know the rules yet. They're going to come out here. And they're going to get destroyed. Because we have teams like these teams in L.A. and San Diego who, who understand the rules verbatim. I think St. Louis is, is, there, is there with you. St. Teams. Louis is there. Dallas is getting there. I'm talking about like as far as knowing all of the rules. Right. And... But at Birmingham, I feel like they, ha- they have to get better at the rules. And once they do, then we'll start seriously considering them as contenders. Yeah. I think they're going to sneak a few teams in the national tournament. Because athleticism alone. I mean, because when we spoke to the player from the Mambas last time, I mean, one of the things he said was that, you know, there's a lot of speed in Birmingham. And I can see that. Yeah. Um, and which, there is. And, they, and there so are, they may we, be able I to, saw that. Yeah, so they may be able to take that and have that translate to them being competitive and nationally. But the problem is when it gets down to the game and you really need to game plan to make some chess moves, will they be able to? Because why do you want to know the rules, right? You want to know the rules so that you can figure out how you can make them work in your favor. How can I? How can I break it? How can I bend it? How can I, you know, what I'm saying yeah. make make this make this work for me? So well, based off of what we know, Elite and Trojans right now are the top two teams in the league. I mean, Elite gave up six points. Yeah. While scoring ninety six against who? Uh, against the Stars. And so that's the, that's the interesting Mambas. thing, stars. right? Two team like two teams that we know that have some some significant talent. Yeah. They they beat him pretty badly. So that's what I'm saying. Those are the two heavy hitters, which is going to be interesting to see what happens. Because now the Trojans are being faced with some actual competition, which was my big thing last season was I didn't think they had enough competition. Yeah. So now they are. Have they? they when do they play each other? I guess. Yeah. So. They don't. So they don't play each other until week four, which is the only that's the last week of the season so that'd be interesting that'd be the game of the season to me yeah, yeah. Absolutely. i bet those two teams are going to be undefeated face going into that week yeah which would be great to see we want to see four solid teams make it into the yuletide tournament or for birmingham and so the addition of elite you know only makes birmingham better right yeah i mean for, uh, the mom was also they made some they made a few changes to the roster with the change of their roster, I think they're going to be able. To, they're going to be a solid team. Again, give them time. Give them a whole season to get adjusted. I feel like they'll be another front runner again. Chance, get your social media game up, man. Put put your put your squad out there. Put your conference out there so we can know more about it. Show me something. I love his name. 
Because if you don't know who that is, it's just two random words. <laughs> Chance guess. Like, what are you saying? Oh, no, that's, no, that's his name. That's his name. That's his yeah. full name. I wonder what his middle name is. <laughs> Can uh, you assume? Yeah. I think it's like Chance. It's probably, that's probably what it is. Assume. assume. Chance assume guess. <laughs> you know, I watched Crocs um, against, yeah, Crocs and Trojans. And they're not bad yeah, the crocs you know, are a free agent team you so can tell learning. that the quarterback has no chemistry with anyone yet is, because they don't have is, reps yeah. together but i you know i can see from the film that that's a team full of good football players or good athletes and you know whether they you know put it together and and make it work by the end of the season i think it will be an interesting storyline to watch yeah i think that all of these teams by week four it'll look different Maybe good, maybe bad. Some of these teams that we think are going to be good are going to just fall. And the teams that we're talking about, Stars, Elite, Trojans, Chosen Ones, Mambas, I, th- I think we'll start to realize that these are heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. As long as they give us a good uh, Yuletide tournament, I'm happy. Yeah, that's another thing, too, is that they're going to be playing, and they have terrible weather all of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, he, it's going to be cold and rainy down there. It is. It's going to be cold and rainy. When they... and, and there's no way around it. you got to play in the yeah. rain. Yeah. So if, if that's something they got to realize that their Yuletide tournament is going to be, oh, maybe not. Maybe maybe the gods of football <laughs> will come out and say, hey, let's keep it sunny. But until then, we know that it's going to be, it's probably going to be a rainy, stormy tournament. Yeah. So keep that in mind. So St. Louis starts up this weekend, October 17th. All right. And then doesn't – um. Dallas. New York, New York's no, not New Dallas. York is New York. Actually, New York's by the time this podcast is out, they have probably already had week one. Okay, nice. And then da- our Dallas, I think, starts the latest, correct? Dallas is the twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth. All right, and that's that's looking serious. Corey Webb created his own team. Oh, really? Don't know what it is yet. Don't remember. Don't know the name, but he he created his own team. Okay, we got some gossip about New York too, right? Coming up. Yeah, we did. Isn't that crazy? Express is out. And it's funny because we had a conversation with Alphonse on the phone about this exactly. And he was saying, hey, you know, the, the league didn't let me know when, where and why and all this. I was confused. And so, I mean, is, it, is, is there so you're saying there really is no miscommunication? They're just there's no miscommunication. I've had Pat send me the conversation so I can be aware so to be clear, Pat and Eddie are conference managers? Pat's or? the conference manager. Eddie's his assistant. Okay. And they're both out there trying to get teams. They're both out there talking to teams and relaying messages. They gave the players, all the captains, full understanding of when the payment is due. We even talked to Alphonse on the phone and told them when the payment was due, and they still didn't get it in time. They still didn't get it in time, so they're not going to be playing this season. Yeah, I got- How awful. I remember on one of the podcasts, I said something about Express needing to get in their admin game up. Alphonse hit me on Facebook like, you don't know what you're talking about, mm. right? Uh, Interesting. If you want to know what's really going on, you know what I'm saying, direct message me and all of this stuff. And, and you know, we talked about it. And then here we are again now on the Jeez. next season doing the same thing. If they are who they say they are, why wouldn't you get your fees in way ahead of time? to prove to the league that you are one of the best teams. Like, yeah. You, I mean, we can't you can't play for free. You guys were telling me Express is really good. Express is really good. And I, I remember seeing like the past stuff and but that was in the past. I, I agree. I, right. I say that you Maybe know, they're not good anymore. Maybe well, that's why he's ducking them. 
I don't know what it is. I don't know if I want to go that far. But I, like I said, there are teams who are super hungry now with a clear goal in sight. And it's a different it's a different league. Why would this not get them more motivated to play? I, I, I don't know. I, I would think it. I mean, they seemed excited. I mean, we had it baffles we had the guy, me. Yeah, we, now if it's a money, here thing, we are again talking about a team that's not even. Gonna if it's a, a money yeah. thing, let us know. Right. But instead, he's there's been like excuses. Just say, hey, I can't afford it. Hey, I work with everybody. I work with everybody. I will help whoever needs help. Just come to me and tell me. If that's the problem, that's the problem. But now he's making. There was a social media post. We I, we saw it right where he's like, "Hey, listen, I I didn't know anything more, and you know we we moved on. We yeah. we we didn't we didn't know. They didn't tell us anything. I thought everybody had the same got the same blast. Everybody did, man. It's it's just like <laughs> like been on social media. When for are they going to stop playing the victim and start right. realizing? Hey, we need to step our game up. So it is what it is, just like he said. It, it just sounds it like New York is going to be represented by a team not named Ex- Express. No, but you know who's playing is the Dogs. Yes. Remember we talked about them? Yes. Yeah. Well, Eddie went out there and talked to Chris Butte. Chris Butte is the um, – Right. He's the, he's the coach, the owner of um, the Dogs. Right. And I had a conversation. I actually had a FaceTime conversation with him one time, and he was out in his gym working out. And the back of his, like – seat rest had like an embroidery of like the dog's logo his whole gym was decked out to be the dog's logo and i was like this guy is serious his and and, and it's not only just him it's the players that he's bringing in on his team are all like really close with him so it's really cool i'm 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 super excited to have them in the league i think that they're the kind of players that i i would want in the league that's the kind of captain i want in the league chris butte I, I hear good things about him. This is the first time that he's brought them to Tough League in the season. He's brought them through the tournaments, the one-day tournaments, but the season is a whole different ballgame. season is a whole different ballgame. you got to prepare your team week after week after week to try to be the best team, not just one week. So the biggest problem that he had was whether or not he was going to get their number one quarterback, Brian Alfieri. Birdman. Yeah, we're gonna, they, they were looking to see if he could commit. And apparently he can. That's amazing. Birdman um, is is easily, you know, when we when the tournament happened, he really established himself as a top QB. So, you know, to see if that translates to a full season, which I think it will, it's very exciting for New York. So let's see if uh, the Dragons will end up getting dethroned. We got the Hawks, the Battle Hawks, the Dogs. Let's, yeah, see who, let's see who let's see who comes out fun. of New York. This is going to be a very a lot of good questions. Season. Will the can the Wild Boys do it again in St. Louis? Yeah, if they do, that's because now there's a lot. Now the Tropics are back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of other teams are in this thing. It doesn't look like it's going to get easier anytime soon. Yeah. So if they win it this season coming up, then it's almost a shoe in that the Wild Boys are the best team in all of St. Louis. We'll see. Another question is, are the Mammoths going to be the same team if they don't have Corey Webb? Are, Ooh, is, that's a tough one. And Corey, are, the, are the Mud Bros? I heard the Mud Bros have ramped up a little bit. So, yeah, are they gonna? Are they gonna? Are they finally gonna dethrone? There's a lot of new teams that are coming into Dallas too. That's going to be. You know what? I actually have no idea who's. I, I can't even off season. Normally, you know, you would in a preseason, you'd be like, oh, this team is going to be in there. I have no idea. 
I would I have no idea because I know that there's so many different pieces moving around that it's hard to say who the top team is right now. We'll have to literally wait till like week two to say that's the team. Oh, this is exciting. It's going to be – this is the last season before the big show. Right. And everybody, every team is putting their best foot forward. Yeah. You know, one of the things I'm going to say for all of the conferences is it's like the same two or three voices I see on Facebook and Instagram posting, Right. You guys need to be out there rep repping your team. If you think that your team is what do you the mean? one, like posting what? Oh, like 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 with responses to the tough league Graphic. graphics. Oh yeah, tough league. You know rankings and stuff like it's like the same few people. I want to see more of the people getting out there and representing their team. I want y'all to show me that you feel your team yeah, is I mean, the best and get out there and rep. I mean, don't wait until you see what happens in the league and then be like, see, I told you. And then I have to be like, who are you? <laughs> I put, put, Tell me beforehand. Put you on our radar. Yeah, yeah. show me beforehand. Who's Who do I have as my number one team in, in, in my in the, t- the rankings? Who's, Pericos. Who's, Pericos, right? Yeah. Don't Darius Walters play for them? Mm-hmm. Darius Walters is all over social media. He lets oh, you know. Is he? As a matter of fact, at the beginning <laughs> of last season, he is, his quote was, which one of you guys are playing for second place? That's what he said. I'm just saying that. So what do you want? You want people to start responding? I want, I want, I want when we get out there and we talk about certain teams, we get out there and we, like Keelan Jackson from Mud Bros mm-hmm. in Dallas, right? He'll represent his squad. No, we're going to be out there balling. Yeah. Like, I, you know, just, and it's not, it's not bravado. He's not putting anybody else down he's saying that mud bros are are here we're real and we gonna we gonna compete mm-hmm. i i think more teams should do that i mean i i'm sorry to keep bringing up a team that's not even in the league but alphonse perone was all over the new york tough league's facebook page talking about how good they are yeah i know right you know what i'm saying i just i think other teams should do that i mean do you really believe that if you really believe you guys are as good as you are put yourselves out there birmingham players in birmingham i hope you guys are listening put yourself out there let us know who you are. If I had a team and somebody's out there saying that this team was better than my team, I wouldn't go on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media site and start being like, no, my team's the best. I would, I would be like, okay, I would talk to my team on, I would actually screenshot it, send it to my team and be like, this is our fuel. It depends. It depends. I would for sure get, I, I've for sure gotten on social media before and been like, I've never, you guys have lost your mind. I've never. And I, and, and, and I don't have I to am. go out there and say that, oh, we're so good. And I definitely wouldn't use the voice you just used. <laughs> like that, that social media voice is, was creepy as hell. No, that's the social media voice. <laughs> There's a way to do everything. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be up there. You don't have to be up there putting people down. You don't have to be up there saying, you know, complaining about what you do or don't have. That's all it is about. That's all right. it is about. Yeah, it's that's just, all social media does. It's fun, but at the same time, it's just a, it's the devil. <laughs> it's a way for the keyboard warriors to talk. I don't, I think the people who don't, you don't get people responding on there. Those are the guys who are good and who will be good. They're not on there talking. Uh, who's the quarterback for the Mammoth? Colton Garner. Yeah. What is he saying? Coach He's Garner, on there? Colton Garner is on Facebook talking about how good his team is too. I mean, what? You're, what you're saying <laughs> makes sense and it's all, it might sound nice. It's not. Where's James sure. Calhoun's comments? You have James Calhoun's comments? Oh, yeah. What championship did no, he win? No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't have James Calhoun. What about, championship did he win? Uh, where's Billy Hudson's uh, comments at? Uh, Billy Hudson ain't played in the league since 
what, 2019? What but, are we talking about? But when about? he won with Tide, you don't hear anything. Yeah, I did. Billy, what are you talking about? You know what Billy would do? And I love this. <laughs> Billy wouldn't get up there and he wouldn't talk about how good his team was. He'll put like, but he'll put like little emojis so where you know exactly what he's thinking. Yeah, that's right. That's he'll fine. see people talking and then it'll be like Billy Hudson and he'll just have like eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That, that to me is, but that's that, what I expect. that says a lot. That, and, and to me, <laughs> that's, that's good enough. You know, he, his presence was there. Basically, he's letting us know, I see you. Yeah. You know, I, I see you talking. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right? They see it, right. but they don't respond the way you want them to. Nah, I want I, the eyes or everything. I, the and eyes that, say and everything. And that right there is good enough for me. That shows me that that you are engaged. That shows me that whether you know we right, know you from that it. post. We just need a bunch of emojis: eyes, <laughs> fingers, thumbs. We just want to know how you feel. Sometimes an emoji <laughs> can do that. Well, I can't wait. This is shaping up to be the most exciting season of the year. Without question. It's, it's that time of year. Sport, the fall is just an amazing time of year. It's a, it's a sports lover's dream. You oh, got yeah. baseball playoffs. You got the NFL in full swing. Basketball, NF, NBA season is about to start. You got the tough league okay. fall season starting up, and, and it's the last season before people can – qualify for their yuletide tournaments and just it's this is just all amazing i can't wait i'm i'm sitting here giddy just thinking about the coming weekends well and we mentioned this at the top of the podcast this is our last in studio podcast oh, together yeah. although i think we're going to try to make it work otherwise but yeah. uh, i'm glad we were able to get this together are you going to come down for the Tough Cup playoffs? Absolutely. Are you? Yeah. Because I got a spot for you. <laughs> I got a spot for you. No. Trust me. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you come down. I got a spot for you. And with that being said, I'm Diane Tanwakio. I'm Greg Ellis. And this has been the League Lowdown Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>